Your word, it's a lamp, it's a light, it's truth, it's guiding, it helps us determine. There's so much, God, that we can get. And I pray that you would open our hearts, God, open our ears this morning. God, receive instruction, correction, receive from you, Father, this morning, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Uh, Somebody's lights are on outside. Chrysler Concord. Chrysler, Concord, your lights are on. You might want to turn them off. All right. Hallelujah. Listen, uh, I, I, I am just overjoyed in my spirit of, of, my, of the expecta- expectation levels that I have. And I uh, had some things happen that, you know, it's, this is not, it's something I've wanted to do for so many years that I've wanted to do, but really didn't know how to, how to go about it and really feel like that the Lord is leading me to just do it. And that's the traditional Thanksgiving. Pastor Dale, we talked about that last week. I know, but this is the last week before Saturday, which is the day that I want to have a traditional Thanksgiving. And I'm starting Isaiah chapter 45, verse 22. It said, look unto me. And be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. Look unto me and be saved. The word look there is, is also translated turn or come to me. It's actually translated many times. It says turn to me, it says come to me. It says God literally saying all the ends of the earth to all mankind, to everyone, turn to me and be saved. Come to me. Come to me. And then in the next verse, he says, at verse 23, he says, And I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that every knee will bow and every tongue will swear. Every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to swear. I, I remember uh, this is a bumper sticker I really like. I don't, I, don't really, I don't put bumper stickers on anything, so I won't put a bumper sticker. But, uh, but, uh, uh, there, there's a, well, there's one I wanted on my Jeep says you might go fast, but I can go anywhere. I, I, I thought about that one. Haven't got it yet. I thought about that one, but, 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 I, but, but I saw this, this, this message said that, that I heard said that every knee is going to avow every knee will bow before God. Avoid the rush. Do it now. <laughs> Okay, and this, this is this sounding coming out from, from God's, come to me, come to me, come to me. Second Chronicles chapter 7, come to me. Second Chronicles chapter 7, very, 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 or, or, or should be one that, that gets used all the time. We should turn there, we should look there a lot. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, first back up, if, if, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. If my people, I want to share with you uh, kind of from my heart a little bit of what what my, uh, uh, what my traditional Thanksgiving means to me. 
See, I believe that the traditional Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving proclamation, I'm not going to read it again, of 1777, was a proclamation at that time came and coming from the leaders of this country to the, to the rest of the country. It was a proclamation of this verse. It was. If you go through and you look at what they, what the, what the, they were saying, that we needed to have a day where we came together and, and acknowledged our sin and confessed our sin, that we acknowledged it, that we begin to basically humble ourselves and fast before God. Literally, the first Thanksgivings in this country, I believe, were absolutely a call for the people of this country to fall, humble themselves, and cry out to God, and that he would hear and heal the land. It even goes on to talking about, uh, in the first one, uh, we read it before, I, I have another copy of it, I'm not going to read the whole thing again. Remember, 1777, the very first Thanksgiving, it goes on to say that we should be imploring him to, to, to bring the benefit to this country, which is what he said, to, we are asking God to heal our land. It was literally, in my opinion... In my opinion, it was a call that came out in regards to bringing as an answer to this scripture for this country. God's people calling out to God, asking God, humbling ourselves, you know, putting away our sin and asking God to then move in this country. If my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I'll hear from heaven. So for me, that is the call of thanksgiving, at least what should be thanksgiving. Now, I do not begrudge families getting together. Matter of fact, I'm getting together with some of my family. Okay? And, and, I, and I don't have time to go into the, all the details, but this first one wasn't even held in November. So the date is not as important to me as the action of calling people together. Now, here's what, what I began to share with you last week. If we wait for the government to do it, to call the people together to pray, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Okay? The government's never going to call us back to repentance. Shouldn't come from the government. Shouldn't be about the government. Shouldn't be from them. It should come from who? God's people. Us. God's people. If who? If my people. If my people. So this next Saturday, I am asking you to fast and pray with me and have a traditional Thanksgiving time. A traditional Thanksgiving. What the original Thanksgiving should have been in this country. A traditional Thanksgiving where we stop, we fast, we pray. Now, I want to share some things with you that, that was interesting to, that, that, is, that, that Delita did uh, at the end of service and that nobody probably caught on to it but me because nobody knew what I was going to share but me. Okay? But she did something that was a little different, right? Not in the normal, not something we would have normally done. She asked you to raise your hands and surrender to God. Do you remember that? Okay? Wasn't prompted, wasn't something we had discussed, wasn't something that we had talked about. But I want to talk to you about these two little letters that mean everything to us as the church. And it's these two little letters, if, if, okay? Because if we don't choose to do it, if we don't make a choice, to do, 
to humble ourselves and to pray if. Now, let's stay there. We're in uh, 2 Chronicles. Uh, jump, uh, jump to uh, verse, we're at 14, right? If my people run on down to verse 17. Verse 17, talking to Solomon. For, and as for thee, if you will walk before me as David your father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded you, and shall observe my statutes and my judgment, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom according as I have covenanted with David your father, saying, There shall not fail you a man to be ruler in Israel. But if you turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them. And this house which you have sanctified for my name, which was the new Solomon's temple, we shared with you a little bit about that a few weeks ago, I will cast out of my sight and I will make it to be a proverb and a byword among the nations. He said, if you will hear me, follow my word, I'll establish this promise that I had given to David. And if you don't, said, I'm going to pluck it up and make this temple, make this place a byword for the nations. If, if, if we don't choose to surrender our heart to him, if we don't choose to make a stand to do what is right, if we don't choose to do what is right, there are consequences to that. We can see God move in the country. The church can see, we can see God move in our churches. We can see God move, but it is all dependent. Did you know almost every promise, I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit, but there's almost not a single promise in the word that doesn't come with an if. How many of you heard this? You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. You've heard that one. Turn with me to that scripture, John chapter 8, verse 32. You're going to know the truth, John chapter 8, 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. But you've got to go back to 31. Verse 31 says, if. What? If. If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. If you continue in my word, then you're my disciples. If you can go through and we can start finding promise after promise after promise after promise, and there are conditions placed on so many of the promises of God. My heart believes God wants to restore, wants to rebuild. I believe God wants to call people back to him. I believe God wants men everywhere to repent because that's what he said. That God wants every man to repent. Because that's what God's word says. I believe that is what he meant. I believe he meant what he said and he wants every man to repent. I believe that. I also believe that when God said, if my people will, then I will. And, and, and we can begin to find so many 
So many things. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Verse 10. If you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes which are written in this book of the law. And if you turn unto the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. For this commandment which I command you this day is not hidden from you. Neither it is afar off. It is not in heaven that you should say who will go up to heaven and bring it to us we may hear it or do it. Neither it is beyond the sea that you should say, who should go over for the sea for us? Who should bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very nigh unto thee in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. See, I have set before you this day life and good, death and evil, in that I command you this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you in the land where you go to possess it. But if your heart turns away so that you will not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods to serve them, I denounce you this day that you will surely perish and that you shall not prolong your days upon the land where you possess over Jordan to go and possess it. Verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. I call heaven and earth to record against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that both you and your seed may live. Choose life. We have to make a choice. We have to make a choice. We have to make a choice. And for me, I am choosing to go before God next Saturday and fast and pray and believe in him and, put a, and, and begin to establish a traditional Thanksgiving in this country where God's people, not from outside, but from inside, choose to place God where God should be and choose to put God back where God should be in my life and others. I'm going to surrender my heart to him. And we, if we surrender our heart to God, we become eligible. We become eligible for God to heal our land. That's not my words, that's his words. But you're going to choose. You're going to choose. You're going to make decisions. You're going to decide what you'll do. Romans chapter 10, verse 6. I want to, oh, that's all in the Old Testament. All right, Romans chapter 10, verse 6. Romans 10, verse 6. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Do not say in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who shall descend into the deep, that bring Christ up again. But what says it? The word is nigh you, even in your mouth, and in your heart, which is the word of faith, which we preach. He begins to quote this scripture that I just quote. So if they can do it, I feel like it's still relevant for us today. <laughs> Pastor Dale, that was the Old Testament. Yes, it was, but if, they can, if Paul can quote it in Romans for the Romans and for today, then I can certainly call it effective for this day. That we should choose life. That we should choose Him. That we should make a choice. 
And this choice can bring, can bring the weight. It can bring the answer. It can bring the healing for the land. It's God's word. I believe it's true. I believe it can be spoken. I believe it's what God wants. But let me tell you something. It's one thing to hear God's word and it's another to choose to listen. It's one thing to feel, even feel God tugging on your heart. Right? It's one thing to feel God tugging on your heart and to choose not to listen. I love that scripture in Revelations 4.20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And then he says, if anyone will hear my voice, then I will come into him. If any man would hear my voice, then I would come into him. We have to make a choice. We have to make a choice to hear, to obey. We have to make a choice to follow. We have to make a choice to surrender our heart. We have to make a choice. I'm asking not very much. And I'm, I, I don't know how I could do it, but I'm not going to give up. This is just the beginning for me this year. Thanksgiving has always been for me one of the most important holidays of our country. Because I believe it was founded upon that scripture. If my people, I believe that was the purpose. And I can read all day. I can start reading proclamations for year after year after year. And they all carry the same theme. I could show you what the founders meant over and over and over when they called for this Thanksgiving day. Hundreds of these documents. I have spent entire services reading them. <laughs> Not doing that right now. And the theme was the same. Repent. Turn to God. Ask God back to move in our country. Ask God to heal our land. The theme was the same every single time. I don't expect to spend everything, every, every, uh, every November teaching like I have maybe the last two. I don't know. But, but I want to... I'm going to call out now, and I'm going to begin to call out. I believe I'm going to do this probably as long as God allows me to ministry. That the Saturday before Thanksgiving become a traditional Thanksgiving in this country. Not recognized by the government. Hallelujah. Not recognized by any of, the, of man's providences. But I am asking us to recognize a truly traditional thanksgiving in this country. A tradition of fasting and prayer and falling before God and humbling ourselves to say, God, have your way here. God, have your way here. Saturday, this next Saturday, the 20th, the week before Thanksgiving, join me as we fast and pray. I am making a choice to do this. I'm making a choice to do something. I'm making a choice. I heard that call to me. If I heard it, I heard it. Will you? I heard it. If, if my people, I heard it. And I know what I thought to myself. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fall on my face, humble myself before God, seek his face, turn from my wicked ways, and ask God to heal our land. And I'm, I, I realize I want him to heal the whole world, but I'm, gonna, I'm trying to promote right now this traditional Thanksgiving, which is truly an American holiday. 
It is the truly the American holiday. Fast with me and pray. Next Sunday, when we come together, I'm asking you, come here with a heart ready to, to worship, to pray, to seek God. The Sunday, the 21st, we're going to fast on the 20th, Sunday, the 21st. That's next Sunday when we come together. Do so preparing to surrender everything. Now, you can start now. I'm not telling you to wait. Matter of fact, I suggest you go ahead and start now. Nobody will do it for you. Who's going to surrender your heart to God? Well, my parents were Christians. It's not going to help you. My friend goes to church. Not going to help you. You must surrender your heart. And, and let me tell you something. We didn't even begin to touch on the ifs. There's a lot of them in here. If, 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 if you will, if you will, if you will. There's a lot of them in there. If. My answer is yes, Lord. It may never go any more than this little body and this little meeting on Saturday. I don't know. That may be the, the but I don't, I, I'm praying for God to sweep it across this country. I'm praying for God to reestablish the traditional Thanksgiving in this country. I'm asking God to reestablish what Thanksgiving was supposed to be here. And I, and, and I don't ever want the government to recognize it. I don't want them involved. Saturday, pray with me. Fast with me. Let's seek God's face. If you've never fasted before, this will be fun. No, it's going to be hard. But uh, it, 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 it's not fun. Humble ourselves. Seek his face. Turn from our wicked way. And if we will, he will. Not my words, his words. If we will, he will. And I will. I will. Father, we thank you for this morning. God, I just, I come before you. I don't want to stand before you and you, and, and you say to me, why didn't you? Why did you choose to not do? I don't want to be there. I want to be there. And I want to hear you say, good done, well done. And Father, I thank you for the story of Solomon and what you did with Solomon. And then we can look back and you laid it out for him. You do this and I'll do it. And you did it. You did it. For the, for the, for the, 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 the nation of Israel under Solomon, you did it. And God, I believe you can do that here for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great day. Next Saturday, fast with me. Pray with me. Choose, choose life. Choose life. <laughs>